I'm Mike Vardy. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash ConVo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there, and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android, and Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs, and you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And this is the Productivityist Podcast. Hey. 
Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. I am your host, Mike Vardy, and this week on the show, Holly Wharton joins me now. Holly helps entrepreneurs dissolve their blocks and limiting beliefs around money and success. And she uses a unique process in drawing on her 18 plus years of business experience. So she's able to quickly get straight to the heart of what's really going on when business isn't going as well as we'd like. And I had a great conversation with Holly. We talk about how, you know, how we, we talked about a bunch of things like her workation weekend, I think is really cool. And we actually dive into a little bit about how she makes that happen. And uh, it, it was just a really great conversation. Uh, I, I had a great time and I'm sure you will have a great time listening to this. Taking away at least one thing, maybe you need to do this workation weekend thing that we're going to talk about here, among other things, here on this episode of the Productivities Podcast with my discussion with Holly Wharton. Here we go. I'd like to welcome Holly Wharton to the Productivities Podcast. Holly, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So you've we've talked before the show we talked about how you know you listen to the show and 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 I was talking about theming my time and theme days and it's an element of time crafting. You've got something that I want to touch on um, specifically because I theme my weekends as Saturday is family day and Sunday is planning day. So I kind of, you know, half the weekend is taken up by work or planning mm-hmm. of any sort, whether it's for work or home. And the other half is strictly for family stuff. But you've got what's called the, the, the workation weekend. And I'd like you to kind of dive into that. We'll just get off to the races and dive into that because I think it's something that people who are either um, – you know, they're trying to build something on the side. Let's say they're trying to build a side hustle and they want to build a business on the side, or they're just feeling that they're not able to get enough things done during the week. I mean, explain the concept of it and see how maybe people might be able to apply it. Yeah, there's so many ways you can apply it. So I don't do this every weekend, first of all. Um, I do it once a month. Okay. So once a month, I will book a hotel and I go to the same place every time. And I just spend one night at this hotel. I check in early on Saturday, check out late on Sunday. And I hyper-focus on one project. So I either work on a book or I work, I've used it to update my website. I've used it to do rebranding. I've used it to create an online course. I've used it to clear out my inbox when I was really behind on things. There's so many ways you can do it, but I've mostly used it to write books. Gotcha. And my brain is really good at hyper-focusing on one thing. So I'm very, very clear about the fact that I go on this workation weekend and I do one thing and that is it. And I do not allow myself to look at anything else. So let's, so let's dive into that specifically. So, so sure. what does that, what does that look like? I mean, obviously you've got the hotel. Why the same one every time? I mean, I, I have a feeling I know why I would do that, but why, why do you want to, why do you make sure it's the same place? Because I know what to expect and I don't have to distract my mind with the unknowns. So I have kind of a ritual. I, I do the exact same thing every time I check in. You know, I put my things in place. I check the temperature. I clear off the desk. I put just the things I need on the desk. Like I have this kind of very step-by-step procedure that I do every time I check in. And I eat the same things. And I, you know, do everything at the same time. And it just frees up my mind to focus on the thing that I want to focus on. Whereas if you go to a new hotel every time, it's like kind of exciting. Oh, what's Mm. this? What's that? What do they have on the menu? Um, And you get distracted by the novelty of this new place. Let's talk about 
the idea of uh, of when someone else might want to use something like this. Like you use it specifically for a book, and you've written several books. We'll link to them in the show notes. You've got, you know, I mean, and and again, theming, love it. <laughs> business beliefs, business blogs, you know, business visibility. I sense it. I sense a thread here. Um, yes. <laughs> but. But where are other instances like when you first when you first started doing this was were, were the books in mind initially uh, or was it some other impetus and then you finally you recognize hey this is going to be great for this particular type of activity well the very first workation weekend I used to create an online program so I recorded all the videos I created all the worksheets and I built the entire membership website to host the whole thing um, and I did that in two days it was like I was on fire. And so every, just about every month since then, I've done the workcation weekend because I realized how effective it was for me to help get things done, but particularly on creative projects. So I think there's only been once or twice that I used it to clear out my inbox when I was feeling really stressed, but it's usually creative projects. Okay. Okay. Um, You've got the guide here, which I definitely want people mm-hmm. to download. I'll put a link to that in the show notes of how, like the definitive guide to the Workation Weekend. What's mm-hmm. one of the things in the guide, and I want you to give too much away, that people wouldn't necessarily suspect would be there when they're thinking about something like this? Because most people are just thinking, uh, I would imagine they're thinking, okay, I've got this, you know, I'm, they won't necessarily cross all the T's and dot all the I's, where I would imagine, that in, like in the guide, you do that. So what's what's an element of that that you like, that that either you discovered that was important to have in there that wasn't just an afterthought initially or something that someone would look at and go, oh, right, I would totally not remember to do that if it wasn't, you know, staring me right in the face. Um, for some reason, the food thing is popping into my head. So I will order um, room service for dinner, but often I will bring like healthy food. So salads and fruits and <clears throat> vegetables and that kind of thing. And I just stock up the mini bar with these really healthy foods and I just kind of snack on them as I'm working. So that might be something that someone might not think about because these are really energizing foods for me. So I feel really good when I eat plants. Um, So find whatever foods energize you and help you stay focused and bring those foods with you. So how many times, like you say you do it about Mm -hmm. once a month. Is that consistently or do you kind of, is that the most frequent that you'll do it? Because I think a lot of people um, would, would probably do it, you know, with a fair amount, probably with less frequency. Like I'm thinking for a lot, like maybe one, once a quarter or something like that, or once Mm -hmm. every, if they're doing like a, like something like a 120 day cycle, they might do it once or twice during that time. Is this something, I mean, obviously when you're writing a book, you've, you've got four books that are out there at least, you know, that I've got seven, well, four of them I'm seeing like four from your website directly. Right. So that exactly. Yeah. The other three are um, completely unrelated to my business. So that's why they haven't shown up. Okay. So that's (laughs) not, and actually that's a good thing. So, so the ones that are unrelated, like you also block out time to do that too. Right. So those, no matter what book you're writing, that that's where, that's where it falls into. Right. That's where it happens, yeah. Okay. So um, would you do it for something like the, you know, there's the, the three-day novel writing contest that they used to have, mm-hmm. or they still, they might still have it. I remember doing it a, you know, several years ago. Like, those would be good triggers to do it. Like, do you have any triggers that kind of like, okay, this is the best time, the best time for me to take this kind of thing? Or is it fairly, um, it's not so, um, it's not so rigid or it's, it's, you're not attaching it to a particular event other than the fact that, Hey, it's time for me to sit down and and write or work on this particular creative endeavor. Yeah. It's whatever is my kind of highest priority creative project at that time, whether it's a book or an online program or rebranding my website or whatever is my number one thing to do. So 
Now, do you have family and stuff? You have, do you have... Well, I'm married, but I don't have kids. Ah, so I, I, this is really important yeah. because I'm aware that I have much more time than the average person <laughs> who has kids. Right. So it's really easy for me to just, you know, leave the cats with my husband and go off on my own. And I, I'm fully aware that most people do not have that luxury. But, but what would you recommend to somebody who does have kids? Like I have kids. I've been able to do this before. I mean, uh, actually, as we're recording this, this weekend, I'm going away to speak at a conference and that's going to be basically a work. I mean, I'm speaking, yeah. but that's, the, that's my job that, that event. And I'm going to be, we actually funnily enough, I'm going to be working on my new book while I'm away. So, um, what, what would you say to somebody who has those other obligations or maybe they've got the day job and, and they're really, you know, they're like, oh, a weekend, really? Like, I'm going to work on the weekend? Like, how, how do you mm. kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, sell that to someone in that, in that situation? <laughs> well, there's a couple things there. So first of all, speak with your partner about how you'd like to experiment with this and give it a try. Obviously, don't bill it as something you want to do once a month, but, you know, try it out first to see if it works for you, see if it works for them, see if it works for the kids and see whether you need to adjust it, adapt it for your schedule, how often you can do it, how it works. This is going to be different for everyone. Um, and second of all, for someone who is, who's got a full-time job and they're thinking, I don't want to work on my side gig on the weekend. Well, then how are you going to get it launched? Because if your side gig isn't something that you really, really love and that energizes you and is fun, um, then I'm not sure if that's kind of the thing that you should be working on, because if you have a full-time job, you need to really love the thing that you're going to do, because you're probably going to have to do it evenings, weekends, mornings, until you get the thing launched. Right, right. So I want to talk a little bit about this idea of, of you know, how you've mapped this out. Are you typically a person who maps things out outside of the workation weekend? Like, do you have regular routines and, and things that you follow um, leading throughout days outside of, of when you go away? Yeah. So because I'm working on the workation weekend, the Saturday and the Sunday, usually what I'll do is on the Friday, I will go, I, I love to spend time in nature. And my three books that I've mentioned that aren't related to my business are books about my walking long, long distance trails. So I'll do a longish walk. I'll be out all day, 10, 12 miles, do a walk, be out in the woods and that really helps me to clear my mind from my regular routine and get into the mind space I need to go into that creative space for the workation weekend. Coming out of the workation weekend on Monday, I try to take the day off or do as little as possible because oftentimes I'm a bit kind of not burnt out, but a bit tired mentally from what I've done over the weekend. So I don't want to add normal workload on top of that. So I will kind of bookmark the workation weekend with two not non-work days. Okay. Okay. Now what about somebody who, again, has yeah. that day job that they don't have as much control over their schedule? I get this a lot with theming. Actually, it's funny. I've been doing mm. some research on, uh, I, you know, someone was asking the other day, like, how can I make time theming work? And I just... I've written so much about it that I looked and somebody had actually said, oh, theming, you shouldn't theme because, it, you know, it doesn't work for everyone. It only works for people who have control over their schedule. I, I yeah. disagree. And I would imagine that, you know, if if someone has, you know, a 40 hour a, a week mm -hmm. work week, you, you're not I mean, there are ways that they can do this kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, perhaps see how you can make your life easier on those two days on the Friday and the Monday. So maybe don't 
cook dinner, get takeout those nights or do whatever you can to kind of make your life easy um, or see if you can work from home. Because I know a lot of people or increasing amounts of people are having that opportunity. See what you can do to make your day easier on that Monday and um, on Friday that are bookending the workation and just try to make it easy on yourself and not have a normal work day if possible. So I've, I've, um, I, when we were talking about this, I remember John August, we talked about the hotel thing and John August, the screenwriter and writer, he actually likes to go to different locations when he writes. So, I mean, he mm-hmm. loves going to Las Vegas and he'll lock himself and so he'll wander around during the day to look at people. And that's where he gets ideas for characters. I'll link mm-hmm. to his writing routine in, in the, in the show notes. Cause I think it, there's, there's some similarities there, but so you're in the throes of the workation weekend and mm-hmm. like, there's got to be some ebb and flow there to a certain extent. I mean, yes, you're going to be able I mean, you've got this, this bandwidth that you that you have, but Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you manage that or, or, or leverage it so that you're not, because I mean, you'd say right off the top on your page, like you, you hate burnout and you're not really into Mm -hmm. hustle all that much. I'm the same. It's, but how do you, how do you make sure that there's some nice ebb and flow during this so that you don't go away for the weekend and feel like, you know, that it was that you come back worse for the wear for, for lack of mm. a better term. Well, I think part of it comes from the fact that I'm working on creative projects and creative mm-hmm. projects do really charge up my energy. It's not like spending a whole day working on emails or stuff that I don't like. It's fun stuff. I love writing and I get a lot of energy from it. So I think the fact that I'm using the workation weekends for creative projects helps me avoid burnout on these really intensive work days. Do you think that, um, I'm basically throwing you a nice softball here, but do you think that the vacation weekend would be good for, um, for people who are struggling with reactive work throughout the week and they, you know, um, it allows them to kind of work outside of office hours if they want. So for example, let's say they're doing a lot of reactive work during the week, but they've got a big project that they're supposed to work on. Um, Mm -hmm. this would be an example of some way that they could do that. Because what they could do is shut, there's no, there's no, um, or there shouldn't be any urgency <laughs> to respond to emails or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like you shut out the world. You you shut Yeah. And you shut out social media too, I would imagine, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So I close my, my emails. I don't look at social media. I just cut myself off from the world. Do you, do you have any, um, and again, uh, you know, the guide, take a look at the guide too. But I mean, I know that when I travel, I've, I only bring my iPad pro with me now and there's certain t- uh, apps that I don't have on there for that specific purpose. Do you, do you have limitations as to what, you know, devices and equipment and even still, do you maybe take that extra step and say, you know what, I'm, I'm moving all of my social media apps to a folder. That's not going to be at front and center. Like, do you put things in place that will, that because maybe you, you like some forced willpower for lack of a better term. Mm, that's an excellent question. And I totally understand that a lot of people would need that, but I've been, because I understand the power of this workation weekend, I it's, don't have any problems staying off of email or social media or fun apps on my mobile. So it's, it's not a problem for me. I don't need to take those extreme measures, but definitely, yes, if someone thinks they're going to have that problem, go for it. I, there was one time that I actually left my phone at home because I forgot to grab it. And mm-hmm. obviously I didn't miss it because I wasn't using it anyway. So, um, as we get closer to wrapping up here, cause there's a lot, I mean, there's, I want people to start thinking about this and how they could put something like this in place. 
this doesn't just have to apply on a weekend. Remember, the weekend for a lot of people is not Saturday and Sunday. So this can be applied in 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 different stretches of time if they want, I would imagine, in different days of the week. Like you said, it's about personalizing the process and making sure that it, it works for you. Um, mm-hmm. But the guidelines that you offer kind of give people a, a framework. How important mm-hmm. are frameworks in in what you do, not just for the workation weekend, but in the other work that you do when you're working with people? So I think I have a really strong framework in the workation weekend mm-hmm. because that's what works for me. However, in the rest of my life, I don't necessarily... Well, I, 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 it's hard for me to answer this. I would <laughs> say I don't necessarily have as clear of a structure. However, I love time blocking and I block out my Google calendar is like color coded. I've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner in there. I've got, you know, email time. I've got all, you know, I love time blocking. So I do have some kind of structure to my week. I don't do theme days like you do, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, but I do time blocking. So I guess there is more mm-hmm. structure, I think. To my That's week. a horizontal theme of sorts. Like, I mean, a lot yeah. of people, when they say, you know, I can't theme my days, but uh, I can theme periods of time. If you can mm-hmm. do it over an extent, I think the idea there, kind of like, again, in, in relation to the workation weekend, if you could say, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, those are perfect examples, right? Like, those are pretty much within the same periods of time, <laughs> five to seven days a week, right? So yeah. if you can say, Hey, I'm going to meditate from, you know, exactly. nine to nine 30, then that's a horizontal theme. I think the, mm-hmm. what, what, what's interesting is that you mentioned, and this is what's funny is, is I think a lot of people don't think that they have structure when they do like, that's a structure. It's just mm-hmm. the, the, it's flexible though, because you're not saying, Hey, like, it's not like you're saying breakfast, oatmeal and banana <laughs> and, you know, cup of tea. Like you're, it's like, this is breakfast. I can have whatever I want. I can go out for breakfast. I can do whatever. And I think that's important. Um, and I think like you were talking about with the workation, I think it's important to know when you go into something like this, like what the intent is, how, how long did it take for you to kind of figure out, okay, I'm trying to get this stuff done. My intention is to write, to let's say, write this book or write these books. Mm -hmm. How am I going to, especially since you know, the, the, you know, you've got these time blocks, but they're obviously taken up by tasks that are probably maybe a little bit more, um, administrative or, Mm -hmm. uh, client-based or what have you, how am I going to set aside this time? Like what was the process behind building this? And then have you seen it it, it, for, in some manner of speaking, kind of bleed out into other elements of, of your, of your schedule beyond the workation weekend at this point? Well, it happened by chance because I had gone away to go on a a workshop training program and I decided to arrive the day early and I just brought my computer with me just to get some stuff done. And I realized when I was away from my office and away from my normal workspace, how easy it was for me to focus. So, and that was what inspired the first actual workation. So that happened by accident, um, by happily discovering this way that it was really, really easy for me to focus and get stuff done and have fun while doing it. So when, when, how, how long have you been doing this now for? Just, I mean, cause I think, I think that people need to, I mean, it, there's consistency that builds and that mm. bu- allows you to build trust in it. Right. So how long? So the accidental one started in November, 2015 and the first formal workation weekend started in December, 2015. Wow. So it's been yeah. going on for a while. Yeah, because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
let's as we as we uh, come to a close here, um, get the guide for sure. But I want people to have a quick win that they can leave the podcast with right away. So if someone is if someone's listening to this and they're saying this sounds great, Holly, I, I'm I'm on board. What's the first thing that they should do? First thing you need to do is select a project. Like, what do you want to work on? What do you need to get done? What have you been putting off that you would love to do if you just had the time to do it? That is the first step. Because once you've selected that project, it's so much easier to start planning the workation because you're really excited about what you're going to work on. Awesome. And then from there, I guess it would be pick the time, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it, I mean, this is the thing is a lot of people feel that that the, and again, I'm being very general here, but let me be clear. But w- in my experience, a lot of people feel like, well, the weekend is designed for rest and recuperation, mm-hmm. but that can come in so many different forms. And it sounds mm-hmm. like you've, you I mean, whether you've got a family or not, whether you're single, a partner, kids, whatever, um, rest can come in, and recuperation and recharging mm-hmm. can come in many different forms. And it sounds like this is yeah. what this does. Yeah, it can. And I say this in the workation weekend guide, but do what works for you. Play around with it until you find the formula that works for you because there's no one blueprint that works for everyone. So you've got to tweak this to figure out what's best for you. Excellent. Holly, where can people find you and your work? And of course, there's links in the show notes, so don't forget about those, everybody. But where can people learn more about you and your work and and, uh, pick up? Because you've got a lot of other stuff out there, like seven books. Three, yeah. <laughs> three related, three not related and four related. So where can people uh, pick up more and learn more about you? So the best place is my website, which is hollywharton.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-R-T-O-N.com. And that's got links to all my social media. It's got links to all of my free resources. It's got links to all the stuff that I do. So you can find me there. Awesome. Holly, thanks for joining me today on the Productivity Podcast. Thank you. And there you go. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks to Holly Wharton for joining me. Of course, you can learn all about her and check out the show notes that lists pretty much everything that we discussed. There's also going to be a bonus episode for patrons of the podcast. Head over to productivityist.com slash membership to learn more about that uh, because there is bonus content there as well as a whole bunch of other things. So you can head over to productivityist.com slash membership to learn more about that and, and get more from Holly as well as all of the other guests that we've had in the past. And leading up to the future as well. Thanks to John Polster for producing the show. Thanks to my team for helping to put together show notes and all the other things. And thanks to you for listening. Until next time, I'm Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivity is Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going.